This show is a proud member of the Bobo Broadcasting Network. Check out our other great shows at BoboBroadcasting.com. Hello. Um, welcome back. Attention deficit order. S5E21. I can't really talk because I have a, um, what is that? Peanut butter bliss bar. Peanut butter bliss bar, 125 milligrams. That's <laughs> right, motherfuckers. It's a candy bar that gets you high. What's inside that thing? So it is, I mean, it's like milk chocolate and... Have you ever had, um... The take five candy bars. The what? So it's like a take layer. Take five. Oh, take yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a layer of caramel, a, a pretzel, peanut butter, and then chocolate, right? Yes. This is much the same except for, um, is it whole peanuts? Yeah, it's whole peanuts yeah. instead of uh, pretzel. And it's, but, almost, it's like fudge and caramel and chocolate. Yeah, it's really fucking good. So check them out. Bliss Edibles is the name of the company. Um, and yeah, peanut butter or peanut bar bliss is what it's called. And they're really good. They're about 12 bucks at your um, local pot club. <laughs> Depending on taxes. <laughs> right? Taxes of the city. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Oh, man. This tastes really good. Jeez. Yeah, the weed, you can taste it a little bit on the aftertaste, but it's not so overpowering. Yeah, they're getting really good now with all their shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus. Woo. Okay. Take another so bite. 125 milligrams per bar. Per bar. So, man. Yeah, that'd be a lot to eat to your head, dude. Yeah. So we just split it. So is that a piece? It's like 62 and a half. That'd be good. Yeah, 62 and a half milligrams. That'll get you high. Like those Chibachus are what, 125? A lot of them seem to be either like 80 milligrams or 125. Okay. So we'll see how this fits us. I think this is the most we've taken on the show as an edible. Right? Last time we've taken like 50s. It might be. But, you know, there are other times where we've gotten similar bars. I'd be willing to bet that um, it's not the most. <clears throat> yeah, so um, welcome back, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We don't thank you guys, do we? <laughs> Sometimes. Do we or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. Even if you weren't listening, we'd still be doing this. I know people say the opposite, but I used to record myself as a small kid. <laughs> Same here. Did you? What, what did you do? Oh, I just make weird noises. Like what? Just, I don't know, weird sound effects and it'd just be annoying. What would you record on? Um, I had an old cheap-ass Fisher-Price tape deck. For what? those of you who don't remember, it's a reel-to-reel tape. What? little cassette tape. Oh, I thought it was like... No, not the full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cassette, like reel-to-reel is completely different. Well, but a cassette has a reel in it. I know, but still. Not the full-size dat reel-to-reels. But what did you do? Did you do like um, interviews? Did you do... No, none of that. 
They just made to, weird um, noises and played it back so I could hear myself. Yeah, I think I, I still it have it. I used to put tape over my Def Leppard Paranoia album. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, Pyromania. Sorry. Yeah. Because uh, I used to love that album, uh, Def Leppard Pyromania. Um, yeah, so I'd put the tape over that, and I'd record myself doing Highway to the Danger Zone. Oh, so you would sing? Oh, yeah, totally, dude. Awesome. But I would do parodies, like Highway to the Emergency Room. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and I'd be swearing, dude, and I hear myself, I sound like a little girl. That's hilarious. You should bring some of those in and play them for the show. And they're on cassette. How am I going to transfer them? Um, well, you just get one of those tape players that'll play. Oh, I could, I could actually, oh, I could actually, cause I have an old dual cassette deck. If you guys know what that is, I have one of those (laughs) where you can press play on one tape. I used, this is what I used to do though. I used to, um, I used to high speed dub, like all the tapes I used to get from like a warehouse and shit and return them. Right. Before they put in the controls to stop it. All you do is wrap it up, put high speed dubbing in and fuck it. And you would uh, you'd put tape on both sides so the little thing couldn't fucking get in there. And you would uh, after you'd tape it up, you'd press play on the Rob Zombie tape. No, play and record, so it'd be playing fast, right? And then recording the other one. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I got my uh, first Rob Zombie tape. But um, what would I do? I'd do like wrestling interviews. Nice. Like, so would you uh, be the wrestler and yeah. the interviewer? Be like, come on, come on, Hulk Hogan. What do you feel about fighting the Macho Man tonight? But well, you know, brother, that Macho Man, he ain't nothing, brother. He's like, I got my 24-inch pythons. and oh, What else would he say? Oh, yeah, riding down the beaches of Venice, brother. Snap on my Harley. He'd always talk about his Harley. Snap into a Slim Jim. And then, uh, yeah, then Macho Man. Well, Macho, what did you have to say about this? Well, you know... Miss Elizabeth, Miss, I told you I'd step on him. Get out of here, kitty. Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> so I'd have Macho Man, uh, and he'd spin around in a circle all coked out like he usually does with his little finger spinning in the air. Remember that shit? Yeah. You yeah, know, he was so coked out, dude. Oh, weren't they all? Like coke and steroids oh, well, you know, and brother. whatever what? else they could pump themselves full of. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> remember, like, the ultimate warrior and shit? Oh, yeah. My warriors! My favorite was always the weird ones, like Bam Bam Bigelow. Be like, ultimate warrior, you're pumped up for this one tonight. But, like, in the background. <laughs> it has been written in the heavens. Remember that shit? Come on. Remember Ultimate Warrior? I do remember Ultimate Warrior. I never watched wrestling when I was a kid. It, really? You know, it was Dude, way, come on. My mom... Come on, Ultimate Warrior! It's been written for centuries! Hulk Hogan! And that said, I did catch WrestleMania every now and again and a Dude. bunch of the other stuff. I Dude, mean, WrestleMania was the shit. I watched WrestleMania from WrestleMania 1 to about WrestleMania 7, I think. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, the biggest one was Hulk Hogan uh, body slamming Andre the fucking giant, dude. Mm-hmm. That's where he 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 heard when uh, they interviewed Hulk Hogan after that. He heard shit pop in his back. <laughs> like, that's when his back oh, went out. I'm sure. That's why he has so many back surgeries now is because of that one fucking move. That one. He heard moment. pops, dude. Like, several pops in his lower back when he fucking did that. I am a real American. Come on, brother. Yeah, so it'd be Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, 
And then uh, um, Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that part at least? I remember all their taglines, yeah. I mean, that was part of the fabric of the culture. And You remember yeah. um, Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin? What? 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 Yeah, <laughs> sure. Austin 316 says... God, dude, that stuff oh, is just so insane. Oh, uh, yeah, so I used to make all these wrestling tapes, but that was way before Steve Austin. This I used, When I was making wrestling tapes, it was Hulk Hogan... Uh, Bruto San Martino, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. Yeah, I remember Brutus the um, Barber. <laughs> um, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, you know, all those old school motherfuckers. Uh, no, not Mr. Perfect. He was a little older. Uh, yeah, it was mostly Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man Randy. <laughs> He's so great, dude. Macho Miss Man. Elizabeth. <laughs> Dude, he was awesome. When he, uh, when, dude, when he uh, jumped off the top rope with a bell onto um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's neck, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat couldn't talk for like, <laughs> for, like three weeks. <laughs> I never saw that. <clears throat> Remember that shit, dude? I fucking, don't. dude, that shit was the greatest, dude. Fucking 80s, late 80s, early 90s wrestling, dude. It's fucking sick. Oh, man. Fucking the Iron Sheik. Fucking the camel clutch, dude. Remember that shit? Yeah. But you fucking die. Now now he's a fucking joke. But, you know, when yeah. he wasn't a real joke, he was in this uh, movie called I Like to Hurt People. Okay. And this is when the Iron Sheik used to have an ice pick and stab people in the ring with a fucking ice pick. If you uh, remember that movie. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was brutal. He that was stabbed yeah. people with yeah. an ice pick. I swear. Rent the movie. I don't know. Uh, it's a, a deficit pick of the week. Uh, I like to hurt people. Old school VHS wrestling. Game. It was like, dude, it's so ancient. <clears throat> it shows like them cutting themselves, stabbing themselves with ice picks. This is when they're still like figuring out what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Wow. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. Dude, that was so rare. Mean Gene. Remember, and Mean Gene has his own fucking burger line now. Mean Gene's Burgers. Yeah, They're like way on the outskirts. Like I see him on the way back from Lake Tahoe, like two hours outside of Sacramento and shit. Right. So they're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and yeah. So they're they're meth cook fronts then, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Well, you know, brother. So it'd be Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So I just interview myself, interviewing other people. That's awesome. Yeah. Come on. What else would you do at six years old? I wasn't getting high yet. I wasn't drinking. Right. Um, so yeah, it was my entertainment. Uh, yeah, about I six, sh- I was smashing my GI Joes with uh, bricks and. Well, yeah, yeah, sticking the firecrackers in the fucking in between mm-hmm. them, uh, swapping body parts. Right, I'd do that all the time. I'd give like you know, I'd give all the cool parts. I would mix and match all the fucking dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, give uh, give what's his face uh, Zartan all the cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> Zartan, like he was cool. <laughs> He's fucking awesome, dude. Come what? on, what? Dude, Zartan was a shit. Zartan. You didn't like Oh, wait, he was the guy with the hood and the black eye. Yeah, dude, he was the fucking chameleon. That's right. Remember, Uh, he came with that fucking mask? No, I was thinking of um, some of the guys from later G.I. Joe, like Serpento, Uh, but like that era G.I. Joe when it got really hokey and Because remember, he could like, um, he could blend in with shit. Yeah. 
but it was more like a heat no, activated I remember, thing. I remember Zartan now. Yeah, the action yeah. figure was cool. Oh yeah, you dip him in cold water and he turned one color. He turned blue. Hot, yeah, you yeah. put him in hot water and he would be a different color. Yeah, yeah he was fucking cool, dude. Yeah, those original GI Joes were awesome. I had tons of yeah. those. Now there are tons of parts in my parents' backyard, but you know, bricks and GI Joe don't yeah. mix very well. I think uh, Sergeant Blood and Zartan and the Cobra Tank and the Cobra A10 were like my favorite of all the bad guy shit. I wasn't rich enough to have the fucking aircraft carrier. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Remember that, when they had that, that fucking thing? That thing was enormous, yeah. My dad's like, bullshit, you're getting that thing. <laughs> that could double as a child's bed. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. They always had shit like that. Just like, oh, it's the aircraft carrier. That will never be working. You know, I had a pool, dude. I'd be like, dude, I'd put that thing in my pool. It'd be fucking blub, sweet. Blub, 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 blub. Go right to the bottom. I think it would? Oh, yeah. I bet it wasn't watertight. Oh, whatever. It would be a sinking ship, and they'd have to abandon <laughs> ship. Oh, my God. Watch out. Just <laughs> making splashing around it. Yeah. <laughs> Cobra took out the Joes. Yeah, man. Oh, no. Have Cobra fucking kamikaze into that shit all high on fucking Japanese speed. Is that right? what they were on? Yeah. They're all, they're all high on um, fucking um, uh, uh, methamphetamine. Yeah, that's where they're well, so... that makes us a little more sense. <clears throat> yeah, they'd be chewing on speed rocks and going... <laughs> bam! And that's why they were so industrial, mm-hmm. you know, because they didn't look at it as a bad thing. They looked at it as a good thing, like speed. Look up like the Japanese Industrial Revolution. They were all so fucking wired. <laughs> yeah, they'd give it to the kamikaze pilot. Ugh, pilots. You can look that up. Kamikaze pilots. Weed. Or no. What is it? Kamikaze pilot um, sh- running into shit, I guess. That would it be? Something like that. All right, so what do you got since after I talked about... <laughs> Rasslin'? Well, well, you know, brother. Yeah. Well, you know, brother. Um, GTA Online is finally getting some patches to fix all the fucking problems. Is it? Yeah, so there's a patch coming out. It's supposed to be, I guess, tomorrow for Xbox. Um, it's already out for PS3, but we all know that's because their system sucks more. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, so they're going to fix issues with character deletion and loss of progress, fix issues causing infinite loading, infinite sky cams, and missing interface options between jobs, fix issues causing the replay option to be locked out on certain jobs. Uh huh. Um, fixes an issue where a player would become stuck in the mod garage when respraying a Sanchez motorbike. Damn, that's pretty specific. Um, well, yeah, because I would try to start a mission. That's why I haven't done any missions. I just ah, get stuck. Here for you. Fixes an issue causing the <clears throat> loss of guns and ammo. Yeah. I already lost all everything. Well, yeah. You get to buy it again, but now you won't lose it again once the patch hits. Uh, fixes for, for single player or for... This this is, no, this is online. Okay, but I lost all my shit for my single player character when I made an online... I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? Wow. I lost everything. So Franklin, I just go, oh, because I had like like four handguns, Couple different shotguns, a couple different machine guns, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything disappeared. Everything I built up after finishing the game, I had like eight hundred rounds of everything, and it's like, nope, sorry, it's all gone. And you can only you can you collect more than you can actually pay for. Mm-hmm. You can't just buy eight hundred rounds of uh, ammunition. Right. So I collected so much ammo, I wasn't running out. I had like five hundred rounds for my sniper rifle. Oh I, Jesus, yeah, dude, I yeah, because I barely used it. I only used it on certain missions. And I'd collect tons of fucking weapons and guns all the time. Yeah, 36 hours of me collecting guns. All gone. Mm. Thanks, Rockstar. 
Fix that <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, that's why I haven't gone back online because I don't want to lose anything. I don't know what the fuck's really going on. I don't want to progress like two hours in and lose it all. Well, but a lot of the issues are going to be fixed. I mean, I didn't rattle off about five or six more bullet points on the things that the patch will correct. Well, yeah, hopefully. So, and it, and I mean, it's also encouraging because that's showing that Rockstar cares, right? They're not like some other games where it takes them forever to patch problems. Well, they can't wait, you know, because they're fucking. <laughs> that's true. They can't. They have a billion dollars worth of fucking gamers out there. Mm-hmm. 71 million copies, something like that. Some weird shit like that. Wasn't it? Oh, I have no clue. How many total units they sold? Yeah, I remember we said it was like 71 million. <clears throat> yeah, or some shit. Like, yeah, 71 million uh, units makes like a billion dollars for that fucking thing. I don't know. Uh, so on September 26th, a place called Game Rant says that um, 15 million units of GTA V were sold. Oh, just 15 million? Oh. Well, but that was way back on the 26th of September, so that's almost three weeks ago. I'm sure well, more have sold since then. Well, yeah, but, you know, I don't know, GTA, get your shit fixed, man. Yeah. I'm not that mad. I knew it was going to collapse. Um, I think they should have put it all out at once, and I think it would have divided the playing field better. I think a lot of people would have been, oh, I'm going to finish this before I go online, and some people go, oh, I'm going online, you know what I mean? So I think it, mm-hmm. the, everyone wouldn't have jumped online. Because I finished the game in what, like almost under three weeks. Something like that. Yeah, you were done pretty quickly. Yeah. But I didn't do any of the side missions. I didn't get, you know, I didn't get into the secret mission or the fucking all that crap. Well, but why? I mean, really, <clears throat> those are for the people who like to 100% games. Yeah. And I can't do that. I focus on the main storyline. And if there's an interesting side mission or two, I'll do them just to futz around and try them out. But yep. I can't sit there and do every single pick up this no. and drop it off here mission. And- no. Uh, <coughs> no. If I'm going to spend more time, it's going to be in GTA Online. Well, and they made that <coughs> awesome. Because it's a it, different game. It's persistent. <coughs> <coughs> there's a lot of stuff to do there. I mean, 500 missions just yes. to fuck around with in online. And none of them work yet. <laughs> well, again, the patches got a bunch of things to fix. I know, fix. you can't do races. You can barely do races. Um, all the heists and everything, those are all supposed to be there. You know, they're not supposed to be able to be ranked up at certain levels. I thought they were unlocked when you reach certain points. No, because you're supposed to be able to get money. That's how you get all your money is from a big heist. Then you go, boom, you do one heist with like three people. Mm cut out which would be a pain in the ass i think online well it depends i mean if people communicate all i've heard people say in the games that i've been in now is uh my balls on your chin and i'm coming to kill you oh really yeah no one else talks <laughs> really yeah i try hey anybody out there i was playing with with a couple people and uh well, but they were probably from your friends list yes right? yeah they were from my friends list there's a difference there i was just playing with random people oh uh, well some randoms, some randoms might work. It depends, you know, because I had a random guy. Um, was hey, let's rob the store together, dude. So we robbed the store together and cut out. Mm-hmm. But we just kept. Uh, he just kept getting chased by the cops, and he'd be like, "I'm picking you up." And so he'd stop real quick. I'd jump in his car. We'd both take off. Then I'd be shooting at the cops. I ran out of bullets because I only had like maybe sixty bullets in my handgun, and we crashed and burned. 
I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Some terrible driver, huh? Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, the driving, I think, is fun. I don't know why people are complaining about the driving so much. But I think it's super fun, dude. Yeah, I've never had a problem with GTA driving. I thought it got better in 4. It was Um, better than in uh, Vice City and San Andreas and all those. Yeah, like in 5, you have to to know how to drive the car. If you don't know the car, which is with every car. Right. You know, like now the sedan I have, I thought was a piece of shit. Now that I know how to, you know, I don't floor it in every corner. I'll take the mm-hmm. gas off like 100 yards ahead. Yeah, you got to break a little bit around and then you and hit the e-brake around the corner. Yeah. This one will just slide out. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I stole a, uh, I stole a souped up turbocharged uh, <clears throat> sports coupe. So that's your car now? That's my car. Yeah. See, I don't have, see, I didn't think of that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to erase my character and start over. No, I think you just steal a new car and you can put a new chip in it. No, you can't. Yeah, the because, first... Because it would be like, oh, this car is yours. Mm. And then it would be like, oh, your car is on the map now forever. I'm going to erase my character and start over. There's got to be a way to replace it. I haven't earned anything, so it's not like... You know, I'd rather what? start over. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Because I haven't done anything, really. I've just run around a couple times. And, you know, it's not that great. <laughs> I'm waiting to do heists. I'm waiting to, you know, make money. That's what I'm waiting for in GTA 5. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to do that stuff. All right, what do you rate that weed that we just smoked? Was that Stardog? Uh, yes, yes, that was Stardog. Uh, that is, I don't know, how many percent is that? 23 or something like that? Usually, yeah, it's in the low 20s. Um, so I'm a fan of Stardog. You know, it's one of the lighter, fluffier buds <clears throat> a little bit, but it always smells really good. And it always smokes nicely. I mean, it, it just tastes really good. So uh, 8.5 out of 10. Stony puppies. Stony, oh, dog star dogs. Mm-hmm. The serious star, right? The dog star. Um, if you say so. That's what it is, a dog star. That's my band. I'm Kiana. Oh, star dog. Or star dog. Yeah, brah. No, uh, I read it. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's a little fluffy, but I like I like that sometimes. I like denser weeds, but you'll read about a seven out of ten. Um, Dogs in space, space dogs, hmm. right, or seven out of ten um, stars. <laughs> I don't Whatever know. you want, man. Come on, man. <clears throat> All right. So, okay, I want to read this article real quick. Maybe you can read it if I can bring it up. Sure. It's um, it's a weird way to test if you have Alzheimer's. This article tests it, or reading. Hold on. It's a test a doctor would give you. Uh, it's a test. Um, it's a smell test for Alzheimer's. Interesting. Basically, do let's see if I can bring it up. Hold on. Okay. It's not on here. I have it, but it's not on here. Oh, okay. So it's um. Hold on, let me pack this. So we're packing our next bowl of uh. What is it? Um. The bag. Uh, tangerine. A- Agent Orange. Agent Orange. Tangerine. We're smoking Agent Tangerine. I bet they wanted to call. Oh, I can't bring up the article, but basically. So anyway, they give you this smell test, and it it's will with help. It's peanut butter. Really? You clog one nostril, and if you can't smell it with one nostril, that's more likely because so, it because um, your your sense of smell has to do with your Alzheimer's. Interesting. Let me see. The ability of smell and association. See, I can bring it up on a half article. Well, so okay. Here it goes. Alzheimer's patients. The left nostril was impaired. 
though thoroughly on the average. It had 10 centimeters less range than the right in terms of odor and detection. That's specifics to Alzheimer's patients. Neither control patients or neither suffering, let's see, patients used... So you can't bring it up, right? So everyone needs to take their left nostril, stick it in the jar of peanut butter. If you can't smell it, you're fucked. No, it's with a spoon. Oh. It's... I like the idea of everyone shoving their nose into their jar of peanut butter <laughs> yeah. better. Exactly. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you clog up your nostril because it, it, a certain part of your brain won't pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. It's a, cheap, it's a cheap way. It is. I mean, because people are talking about developing crazy genetic tests, you know, like blood tests that have mm-hmm. to go to a specific lab to be worked over for a month to give you a result. Those are always really fucking expensive. Yes. Right? Well, they have to be because they need to make money. Right. And, well, also, you know, usually there's special doctors, pathologists that are reading those things. And, and you know, they have expertise too so it's not just the test there's people involved but so you can look up yeah just look up um alzheimer's peanut butter tests you can probably google it it'll probably have a whole explanation of everything and how to do it Ooh, that's nice yeah so this is uh, agent orange agent orange not the peanut butter test for agent tangerine yeah yeah it's fucking cool i like this stuff actually yeah it's tasty yeah so you guys you can test your alzheimer's with peanut butter I don't know if what what happens. You go, oh shit, I'm I'm gonna have Alzheimer's in like yeah. 20 years. Freaking out. <coughs> yeah, I think it will um, <coughs> make certain people like they'll have a cold that day, and like <laughs> like their left nose will be clogged. Woo! If you didn't know, guys, we are uh, components of uh, or not components, but we are um, proponents of uh, marijuana, right? I would sure hope they would have figured that out. Oh, since we started is, talking uh, on the show about our this is to our um, new listeners. Okay, so old listeners, turn off the uh, radios real quick. This is to our new listeners. You know who you are. You can turn on your radios and uh, turn them up. So yeah, so we smoke weed here. We rate movies and smoke weed, and we rate movies, TV, video games while smoking weed. All of our games and movies have been um, tested while high. Nothing is tested sober. What's sober? Exactly. Just like, um, yes, and I think it enhances the uh, experience to movies, TV, and foods. Uh, You know what? I mean, lots of things. I enjoy reading a book high, and I even remember what happens the next day. It's amazing. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Weed enhances uh, your experience, and weed also enhances probably every sense sense on your body. Probably your mind... It opens up your mind. You're more sensitive to the outside world when you're stoned, I believe. That's possible. It's a psychotropic I believe. Drug. Well, compared to people who are drunk, I would say, yeah. People well, who are drunk dull their senses to the outside world. You know, it's almost like you're wearing like a wet blanket over yourself. You're like, they are depressants, so yeah, that well, makes yes. sense. Well, that's what I mean, but you know, like as opposed to a pot smoker, you could be totally baked and have a really good conversation with a pot smoker and probably a very interesting one because they're thinking outside the box. You just have to wait for all the mans. What? Come on, man. Well, you have no, to wait like, for the mans. <laughs> but that's like, that's like the typical, hey, dude. Oh, I know. That's like the shaggy version <laughs> of a stunner. <clears throat> all right. I'll read a movie real quick. Okay. You guys oh, can come back now. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going to know. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
You need to have like a thumbs up well, come yeah. up on the screen. You guys screen can come back. Okay, this is one of a uh, couple movies I saw. I'll rate this one first because I just saw this one last night. Yeah. Is this a queen movie? No. It is called Zero Charisma. It's a great fucking uh, independent... Um, here, I'll look it up for you. It's an independent um, um, role-playing movie. It's about role players and hipsters. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, like LARPers or actual role no, players no, on it's, a tabletop? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay, Zero Charisma. I'll read the synopsis. Okay, an overweight nerd who serves as a grandmaster of a fantasy board game finds his role as leader of misfits put up in jeopardy when his new... Um, <laughs> when his... Uh, what is that? In... In... What is that? You can in, read it. Uh, initiate. Initiate. In, I can't read, enters guys. Enters the group. We know you're just... Initiation. Like no, initiate enters the group? That doesn't make sense. An initiate is a person who is Oh, initiate. Some, yeah. Oh, okay. I was reading it. I was right. Initiate. I didn't even know what I was reading, dude. You it looked in it in a eti. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like to me, guys. Don't worry about the it. The in an eti. Okay, so it yeah. gets a six point three on. Dude, IMDb. it is awesome, guys. It yeah. is um, very underrated. Um, first time actor, the guy Scott, the main it's, guy. Yeah, he, he's awesome. He reminds Sam Edson. He he reminds me of Tom. Very much so. Oh, yeah. Many, hundreds of lead miniatures, stacks of, like, uh, D&D books. Right. The rule books and everything. <laughs> yeah, rule books, paints everywhere. Yeah, it's funny, dude. It reminds me of his room. Plastered with dragon posters and, like, right. fantasy oh. stuff. Yeah, they got, the like, the feel down really well. Yeah, he's been in tons <clears throat> of uh, shorts. Yes. But this is his first feature length. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> there's a movie coming called The Cane po- Complex. Apparently, he plays Fat Mummy. <laughs> Fat Mummy. Yeah, that's his character. <laughs> well, yeah. So he's like, this is his first time acting job. Um, oh, is there any quotes? No. Language, English. I knew there wouldn't be any quote. There's some great shit in there, dude. Yeah, it's a total nerd movie, so it looks like it would be. Uh, oh, Proust production. Okay, here's Zero Charisma trivia. India Gogo, 2011. Uh, Three-minute pitch trailer. The funding target was fifteen thousand, but raised twenty-five thousand in thirty days. Wow, that's decent. Yeah, good job, guys. Jesus. So they raised it, and it's basically filmed in the backyard. There is a great conversation about how I won't spoil how it ends, but how the Millennium Falcon is faster than the um, the Enterprise D. It is, <laughs> dude, it's, it's Josh like, just fell out of his no, chair, dude. It is up there with like the. Uh, it reminded me of like the Kevin Smith fucking um, clerks argument, dude. It was a great. Or like uh, the fan. What was it? Fanboys or something? Where the Trekkies and the Star Wars fans are fighting each other. Well, yeah. It was a question. It's. It was a question I'd never thought of either, and right. it was. I thought it was hilarious when they were arguing about it. <laughs> right. I mean, hyperspace is something, and warp is probably something well, similar. The the way they solve it is great. Um, they become friends with a hipster. Um, and it really it, it um, displays how hipsters really are fucking just great dude it's like whether the hipsters are cool or they try to be cool because this is what's going on right now like they try to fit in with what's going on right now and they totally display how the hipster is 
Oh, he, he has, gets caught in the middle of the argument? Well, no, no. He basically... Um, well, I'm not going to say it with steel. It happens. But yeah, like the hipster becomes a very big part of the movie. Uh, yeah, he, he, him and his friends are perfect at one point. They show him and his friends and they're like... They have the V-neck shirts with like the weird like tattoos that don't make sense. Like a hand and like weird colorful shit. Mm. You know, the, the typical hipster tattoo. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, the gun with the butterflies coming out of the head. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. The hipster tattoos. I've seen those. Yes. So, yeah, so the, the hipsters are played perfectly. <laughs> um, the uh, D&D guys played awesome. Uh, just how he goes into the fantasy role playing version. Yeah, it's just great movie, man. You should check it out. It's on VOD right now. Okay. Zero Charisma. Um, I think uh, Chris Hardwick. And all the Nerdist guys, they actually, I saw, they promo, they're promoting it. They're um, actually behind it, too. Oh, really? They, they contributed? Saw <clears throat> um, I think they're um, distributing it for the guys. Really? Because they saw it and thought it was good also. Because I saw a little flash of their shit on there. So that's cool. So they're picking up small independent uh, movies like this and giving them a chance. You know, and it gets good reviews. People liked it. It's uh, it's funny. If you, if you ever played role-playing games like D&D... You know, where you have a dungeon... They have to call them Dungeon Masters. Or no, uh, Game Master, not Dungeon Master, because of copyrights. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I it, can't believe D&D wouldn't lend their license to that. I mean, it's just a few references, right? No, the whole movie's about it. They're well, playing D&D, basically, but they can't the call it D&D. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's the Game Master. He has, you know, he's the Dungeon Master. He has all the fucking shit and... Right. Yeah, it's oh my god, he just takes it so seriously, dude. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, zero charisma, guys. Uh, and they're playing this type of metal, dude. Do the whole fucking thing. The guy just blasts like this type of metal. <laughs> oh, god, it's shoot so me now, great. dude. It's hilarious, but it fits because you know the guy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because I know people exactly like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> like do a D, dude. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is Tom. Right, someone got a hold of his life story. <laughs> I swear to God, not his life story, but just the way he dresses. The um the the lead miniatures, his attitude. Oh man, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? It was funny as shit. Uh, and how serious he is about the movie. So I rate Zero Charisma five out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes. You know, it was an underground movie. Yeah, it's independent. And a four out of five Falcons faster than starships. Uh oh, all <laughs> the trekkies. We're gonna get some hate. Now. What? Hate mail. This is their movie, dude. But it was a good argument. Uh, Falcons faster than starships. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Zero charisma, guys. Check it out. I wonder. I want to smoke another bowl now. Okay. You don't really ever have to ask me. You know that, right? Just pass the pipe this way. No. I said I'm gonna smoke another bowl. I said we're going to smoke another bowl now. All right, yeah, Zero Charisma. You guys should check it out. Support the movie. It's these guys' first time director. I think it's a husband and wife directing team. <clears throat> I think, yeah, they were just actually, coincidentally, I watched the movie and they're actually on uh, Nerdist, uh, actually today. Because okay. I, yeah, I thought the movie had come out yet, had already come out. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out because I was looking for something to watch. I'm like, ooh, this or After Earth. I'm like, well, I've already seen a good space movie, and I don't want to ruin it. I'll rate that later, Gravity. And it'll be all, I don't want to ruin a good space movie with a horrible one <laughs> called Afterbirth with fucking Will Smith. Oh. So I skipped on that and watched Zero Charisma. Afterbirth? 
Yeah, it was either up, it was either Afterbirth or Zero Charisma. I, I'm sure I'll get to watch that because my wife really likes looking at Will Smith. But dude, it's like, come on, it's not that good of a movie. It's an M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie, right? And it's not even really a lot of Will Smith, right? It's and his like, kid the whole time. I bring it up on my VOD. It's all like seventeen percent on like on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, and then it's all Hangover Three. I bring it up to that. I'm like, oh. 34%. I'm like, whoa. And this is rocking it on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero uh, Charisma. This is, uh, I don't know. Uh, Zero Charisma, I think, had like 30, 36. I think now that it's out, I think it's going to jump up. I think it's going to be a, a big uh, underground hit for uh, true um, board game nerds or role playing nerds. Because, like, in one point, you know, the guy's like, oh, I have World of Warcraft on my computer. He's like, get out! You know? <laughs> no, it gets a 75%. Nice. Well, that's what it was 34% last night. Ah. You know? I think, I think because of the interview he just had today with, uh, with Nerdist. On Nerdist, it shot up. Oh, dude, that's a huge fucking podcast. Well, but there's only eight reviews, so let's be honest. I don't think it shot oh. up that much. <laughs> well, if it's by percentage-wise, No. No one see. Maybe it might no. not work. Eight, maybe eight total reviews <clears throat> for the movie. But you know how people are haters on people that are doing better than them. So be like, oh, Nerdist is doing the movie, so I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, <clears throat> because it's somebody doing better than I am. So I'm gonna be jealous and hate on him, even though I could do the exact same thing. <laughs> but I don't want to. I'd rather sit here and complain about somebody else doing it. That's to all you whiners out there. Shut up. Okay. Uh, uh oh. What? <laughs> You're on a tear tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, so to all you fucking haters who hate on people doing shit that you don't like, I don't smoke your weed. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that my weed? That's the worst thing you can do, man. This is your weed now. Now we're gonna smoke a bowl of Royal Aff Queen. Yeah, this looked good. Not to be confused with Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Caribbean Queen. We were sharing the damn thing. Remember that song? Uh, yeah, of course. And now it's in my head, you asshole. The heart that beat is one. Where's your mute yeah. button? What? No, I'm not joking. Mute what? <laughs> it's enough with the Billy Ocean. Dude, Billy Ocean's awesome. What's the other one? Uh, get out of my dreams, get into my car. But there's another one. God, dude. There's another one that's actually pretty good. <clears throat> Billy Ocean songs? Come on. You don't know any? Not off the top um, of my head. Tweet at ADO Radio Billy Ocean songs. If you want uh, us to sing. Sing us, um, yeah. Tweet at me a Billy Ocean song you want me to sing on the show. And we might sing it if it's a good one. Maybe. Which maybe. is totally left to us. What? <clears throat> so, well, um, yeah, what? Billy Ocean songs. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Another movie I saw. I wonder if you can get this one. This one is really good, too. <clears throat> I wanted to see this one in the theater, but I uh, never got around to it. So it was a summer movie then? Uh, it was a small movie. Ah. It was like a real, like, um, what was it? Okay, we'll bring this up. There we go. All right, guess what this is. 
What is it? Go, quick. Oh. <laughs> Come on! It sounds familiar. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So. Oh, why am I blanking on this? I know this song. You should know it. It's the theme of a very famous filmmaker. Come on! Hitchcock. That's yes. That's, this was a really good movie, man. Hitchcock? Yeah, so this was an HBO? Uh, No. No, it was out in the theaters. Oh, and okay. I just saw it on... God, what did I see it on? I think it's on Netflix. I huh. think that's where I caught it. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because, yeah, I'm trying to think. Did I rent it? Maybe did it? No, no, no. I didn't even rent it. I think it's on Netflix I saw it. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's about him. Um, this is right after he did North by Northwest. And he they wanted him to do the next James Bond movie and all this stuff. Oh, can you imagine if that had happened? That would have been so weird. <laughs> and he's weird. like, I did James Bond. It's called North by Northwest. <laughs> right. Which is true, though, if you think about it. Yeah. Except for he's a bumbling idiot, not a super spy. But nevertheless. Yeah. But, you know, he's like, I did my James Bond movie, North by Northwest. And uh, Anthony Hopkins, I can see why he was nominated for a Best Actor. He's really good in it as um, Alfred Hitchcock. I didn't see Anthony Hopkins at all. You know, it was totally Alfred the whole time. He's good at hiding himself. Though. Yeah, he's really good. Like, even in the eyes, dude. You know, looking in the eyes. Like, because he had the mannerisms down. He had his bottom lip on and everything. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the cover for the 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 film <clears throat> yeah. and it, he totally looks like Hitchcock. Yeah, he does. He has his mannerisms down. He has all of his talkings down, even the way he eats and drinks. It's just fucking, it's amazing. It's a really good movie. So it was about him. So this was right after North by Northwest and he was about to, and he's um, thinking of something else to write. By the way, this is on uh, DVD only, DVD or Blu-ray on Netflix. It's not streaming. Oh, then it's probably out on my cable. I probably watched it on cable because I have so many cable stations. It probably. <laughs> this is the longest I've ever heard this song, by the way. Really? Yeah, I've never heard the whole song because he doesn't play the whole song during <clears throat> the intro to his movie. Sometimes. Good evening. I have cotton in my face. That's what it sounded like. Cotton face. Okay, so. Yeah, this sounds like, hey, we're walking through Great America. Come on, kids, we're gonna miss the Matterhorn. Or, come on, we're gonna miss the Hitchcock ride. So he, um, so <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We're having technical difficulties. What? No, we're having pipe difficulties. Pipe difficulties here. <sighs> okay, so that was, what bowl was that? That was uh, bowl number three. And that was. Royal Afghan. Royal Afghan. What do you rate that? I like that. Definitely an indica. It's much more yes. body high. But, um, hmm. I like the taste. Mm-hmm. And um, it burned well. Yeah, so, it was. Um, I'll say a solid 8 out of 10 uh, sexy queens. Nice. I uh, Yeah, I give it about 8 out of 10, too. Um, uh, African queens. Boom. Is that what it says? African queen? Well, yeah, Af Queen could be short a- for that. Af- Afra Queen? <laughs> or Afri Queen. Okay, so so Hitchcock, so when he so he has a so he has a whole writing his block thing. So he's looking for the next thing to write. He runs into the book Psycho, which is loosely based on Ed Gein and him, you know who Ed Gein is. Yeah. 
He's the, you know, he's the one who uh, basically uh, slept with his dead mother for years. He mm. made, you know, skin lamps, all that stuff. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was named out. You know, all these movies, Psycho, everything. Right. So before he even knew who Ed Gein was, he would like, he was reading about him. And it even showed, like, it opens the movie with Ed Gein right when he kills his brother in the middle of the field, like in 1941 or 45 or some shit like that. So it opens a movie with Ed Gein, boom, and then it shows um, it shows uh, Alfred Hitchcock. He reads the book. He starts having visions of Ed Gein. Ed Gein's basically talking to him. He sees him everywhere. He's almost being like telling him how to write the book or how to direct the movie. His wife was the one who gave him the idea to kill off um, uh, what's her face in the first thirty minutes because no one had done that before. <clears throat> it's still a shocking every time I see the movie, and I know it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> it still trips me out that she dies that fast. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's really weird. So, uh, yeah, I'll look it up. P H Y S C O. Mm-hmm. When did it come up? Oh, Hitchcock. What am I... <laughs> no, okay, P- so. P S Y C H O. So yeah, so uh, Hitch, so uh, Scarlett Johansson is Janet Lee, and that is basically um, who's whose daughter. That is what's her face's daughter. Whose daughter is that? Janet Lee is the uh, is the wife is the mother of like Christopher Lee's. Well, she was married to Tony Curtis, who and their daughter is Jamie Lee. Right, Curtis. So, so her mom was in there. Um, they have, yeah, Alma Revy Lee as Helen Mirren. They have Danny Hudson as Wilford Cook, whoever the fuck that is. Mm, some people. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Okay, when I first saw the pre... Okay, what am I reading that for? Goofs. Okay, here's quotes. Um, where's his quotes? Oh. Hope you don't mind. I told Miss Bates she could use the... Your dressing room. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, you, oh, you may call me Hitch. Hold the cock. So, <laughs> Hold the cock? <laughs> Who knew he was so pervy? The only thing worse than a visit to the dentist is a visit to the censor. Um, <laughs> I guess these are real things he actually said. Uh, let's see, wrestling to keep, uh, beware all men are potential murderers and for good reason. (laughs) Jesus. All men are potential murderers and for good reason. Uh, yeah, so basically he made a great movie. Um, they show, he was the one who actually tried to stab Janet Lee, and this was during a part in his life when he, you know, when she got attacked and was screaming in the shower. He actually attacked her with a real knife and was slashing at her. Whoa. Yeah, and it was because his wife was sort of having an affair, he thought, on him behind his back. Dang. So, yeah, so he took it out on his actors, and that's how he got such a great um, performance (laughs) out of her. Oh, man, I thought that was fucking hilarious. So, yeah, so let's see. Uh, What is it? Oh, Hitchcock. (laughs) Is it no? It's what is it? Hitch what? Where did I put it? God, damn it! Did I even write it down? Yes, I did. 
Okay, three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four to five Ed Gein flashbacks. Oh, okay, here's my concept for a, a dark office comedy. Mm-hmm. Starts in 97, ends 2001, 9-11. Okay, so it'll be a dark office comedy where, yeah, where it all ends because they're up in the... And you find out the office is basically the office of the first hit tower that gets hit. So they don't, you don't even tell people? No. You don't show the building, nope. the skyline, the background at all? No, 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 you show everything, you know. It, you can hint at that. Yeah. I think that would be cool. That, that would be the end of the sitcom. Right, the end of the series. <laughs> right, but like it would be Pretty cool. Pretty final. But it would be cool because like certain people you'd like in the show would be like, oh, you could make them, you know, not come to work that day. You can mm-hmm. write it all weird. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a weird, dark comedy, man. Too soon? <laughs> what? It would be called, it'll be called um, Tower Time. Is that <laughs> Well, that gives away a little too okay, much. Then we'll, okay, then we'll call it... Um, Call uh, it Faulty Towers. No, that's already been done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's a horrible show. It is. Um, terrible. Uh, let's call it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, go back to the drawing board and come back next week. Yeah. So, but basically, that's the concept to my nine eleven comedy. They're called nine eleven comedy. <laughs> right. That'll totally work. Yeah. Well, no, because it's been like how many years, right? Ten years, eleven years. By the time this produced, it'll be like thirteen, fourteen years. You know, it'll be, you know, you can do all the little blah, blah, blah that says doesn't represent anyone from, you know. Right. These are all fictional blah, blah, blahs. You know, you can do all that stuff to cover your ass. So would the last scene of the uh, show be... Would be like, what is that? It'll be, what is that? And then they pan out and it's the Twin Towers and the planes flying into it. Mm -hmm. That would be the end of the show? Yes. Yeah. That's ruthless. But isn't that a cool concept for dark comedy? Come on. Yeah. I don't know how you get comedic value out of that particular what? moment, but um, <clears throat> no, it wouldn't. It's a it would dark dramatic, comedy. Yeah, it it, it's a, a dra- dark. I'm not saying moment. yeah. There, it's a dark. Com- I'm not saying it's a comedy. It's a dark comedy. You know, there's funny moments and everything. That wouldn't be one of the funny moments in the dark comedy, but yeah, because everyone knows what's going to happen. So all this stuff's like, hey, I can't go to. I can't wait to go to Cancun on you know nine mm. twelve. You know, <laughs> you know, be like all these hints everywhere. Right. Oh man. It'd be like Breaking Bad-esque, but not as good. Not nearly. Uh, right? Come on, guys. Aren't you with me? Start a Kickstarter. Start a Kickstarter. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing written, though. I just have a concept. Well, I could probably make millions on a concept, go into a boredom. Oh, we'll buy that off you for a million dollars. Okay, cool. We'll never do anything with it. Okay. Maybe. That'd be awesome. Hmm. But yeah, call it, yeah Tower Time. Right. That's that's. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting to say the least. I'd uh, watch it just to see what people's reactions were. What? <laughs> All right. What do you have over there? I have a rifle that shoots lasers. How does it shoot lasers? Um, so someone took a five kilowatt industrial laser cutting tool and put a trigger and handles on it, so you can carry it around and you can. Cut the through fuck? fucking metal with an industrial laser that you hold in your hand. How the fuck you do that shit? Um, well, so this is, what is it? TWI is the name of the company. It's They're from Britain. And Hello, Mike! I've got a laser. I've got a laser here, mate. Cut right through, you love. There we go. 
Yeah, it used to be attached to automated industrial machines, but they added the pistol grip and trigger to allow for more oh, customized shapes. Just a pistol grip and trigger? Yep. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You got to wear one of the... Can you buy it? Well, I'm assuming that a five kilowatt industrial <clears throat> laser is probably pretty expensive. So if you've got extra cash lying around, maybe. Um, otherwise, they have a video on YouTube. Just Google laser rifle. Or this rifle shoots lasers. Cool. This rifle shoots lasers. Yeah, Sounds uh, like a bad 80s song, you're right. <laughs> this rifle shoots lasers. This laser shoots rifles. This laser shooting rifles. Rifles shooting lasers. Be like a bad like a 80s Billy Joel song. <laughs> or, yeah, some. I was thinking some synth poppy band. No, that's Billy Joel in the 80s, dude. And he's like, we didn't start to fire. It's like mean really? when he's drunk as shit. <laughs> Crashing into trees and getting divorced, you see. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. Yeah. <laughs> that one's for you, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Come on. Bring it back. All right. What else you got? I want to pack this bowl. Uh, oh, where'd it go? All right. So how about this? There's a um, High Times magazine. Everyone knows them. Hey, man. Yeah, man. No, they um, went yeah. through a complete list of each state's... Uh, yeah, this, is, this is yeah. how many or what percentage of the population of each state smokes pot. Okay. Like self-admittedly. Alaska is the highest, number one. Well, yeah, that's probably, there's like six people in Alaska. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all smoke weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. 16.29%. How many people are in Alaska, though? Maybe a thousand? No, it's like 600,000 people. Spread out. But yeah, I'm sure they went to the smallest village or the biggest village there, which is like what? Which is what? Um, I'd say 21,000. Juno and Anchorage are the biggest. 21,000? 100,000? No, Juno's a pretty big town. So um, Alaska is 731,000 people. Jesus Christ, that's like half of um, San Francisco. No, that's about San Francisco. San Francisco is about 680,000 the last time oh, I saw it. yeah. So, but still, I mean, the one town in California, one city, is almost this, the population of the entire state of Alaska. But they are still the number one pot smokers if you look at a percentage. Then it's Vermont, Colorado, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Oregon, Rhode Island... D.C., Maine, and then California coming in at number 10. We're number 10. Okay, guys, come on. Step it up. Come yeah. on. We're doing our part. We're doing fuckers. our part, guys. Come on. We got to step this shit up. We're number 10 yeah. in education and weed smoke. No, we're like number 48 in education. Come on, guys. <laughs> California has one this of the is worst. bullshit. Yeah. We got the worst weed smokers and we got the worst mathematicians. Wait, maybe that's why. We can't add up how many pot smokers are in this country or in this state. <laughs> well, 12%. California's about 37, 38 million people. So it's about 3 million. Well, no, it's more like 4.1 million. But step it up, guys. Yeah. But we're also the most populous state. But are they only going by registered pot smokers, I'll bet you. Well, no, they're going by self-reported. And it's a statistical... Okay, self-reported. That doesn't even count, then. It's a statistical poll. Okay, that's, that's, those are the people that walk out of fucking Whole Foods and are willing to talk to the clipboard guy. You know, it, well, no, it, it was probably an online poll or a phone poll. They don't give their methodology on how they determine this. Okay, but. then I don't, I don't go by that poll at all. Then yeah, I think California's number one. <laughs> Boom! I just put us at number one, guys. Thank you. We certainly grow the most. Dude, we smoke more than anybody. Come on, per capita, totally. 
Probably. I think like within like from like San Jose to San Francisco, probably every other person smokes weed or knows somebody who has it. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. Within three. I'll bet you there's somebody who knows somebody who has it, who, who just smoked it, or their friend just left with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk up to, well, I could walk up to any three people and go, hey, does your friend smoke weed? No, but my cousin does. Hey, does, you know, right? Yeah, if they didn't tell you to fuck off, yeah. Well, come on. It's weed. It's not like crack, you know? And we're smoking this Alien OG right now while I'm going to rate Gravity. Gravity. There we go. Wait. Sandra Bullock breathing fast for two hours. Gravity. She's not breathing that fast. She only breathes fast in the beginning. Gravity. Whoa. There we go. Gravity. Wait. Gravity. Okay. (laughs) No, it's awesome, man. You need to see gravity. Well, we witness gravity every day, but you need to see the movie Gravity. Mm-hmm. Holy that shit. That good, huh? Yeah, it's amazing. It's going to be um, the, uh, what's it called? It'll be the movie that all the film nerds will study for the next 10 years. It's this century's 2001. Really? Oh, easily. Easily. It's the best space movie I've ever seen. As far as how like um, how space goes, yeah. I'd say it's the best looking and yeah, realistically looking space movie. As far you know, not real real, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know. <laughs> he has this quite he loved the movie, but people were giving him shit that because, uh, <laughs> you know, he pointed out inconsistencies, but that's fine. But um other than that, it's a great movie. Good. You need to go see it in a big screen, though. You won't get a good feel for it. On a TV, go see it, like, on an IMAX. I think I might actually go see this one on IMAX. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it on a big screen, but I didn't see it in IMAX. Or I might see it at the screen next to your house. <laughs> Dolby Atmos one? Yes. <coughs> <coughs> Oh, man. <coughs> but yeah, I think uh, it's a contender for my movie of the year. Gravity. your stoners out there trip you out but um so <laughs> I wonder how many car accidents you just caused mm-hmm. yeah the soundtrack's weird just the f- there's a point there's a part in the movie where it looks like um Sandra Bullock is in a womb because she's floating in zero gravity she's in a womb and like the way the um the way the uh the tubes are in the cabin it looks like an umbilical cord coming out of her and she's like sort of like floating and spinning. 
Yeah, it look, it totally, it's like totally a representation of a womb, dude. It's fucking trippy as shit. Interesting. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's a really cool camera shot. Some of the best cinematography I've seen in a long time. This is Alex Cure. This is the guy who did um, uh, City of Lost... Not City of Lost... Um, uh, 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 God. Dark City? No, no, no. I need to look him up right now. Yeah, I don't know. Just you throw one out there. Alf Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, uh, Children of Men. He directed that movie. Oh, I like that movie a lot. <clears throat> the one with uh, Clive Owen, right? Yeah. Yeah, he directed that movie. It tastes like strawberries. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, and this the, his art direction's amazing. Everything he does is fucking crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. So you should see Gravity, guys. Come on. The, this just this fucking it it feels claustrophobic as all shit. It is crazy as hell, dude. So I'm feeling a five out of five coming. Uh, definitely, but. Yeah, it's just the way it's shot, the way she floats around, just like the way it's like you look at Earth like upside down and they're spinning and stuff. It's fucking amazing. It goes from outside into her helmet and shows like fucking uh, her her vision, like one continuous sweeping shot, then back out of her helmet. Really cool shit. Yeah, really a great movie. I wonder if they've showed that movie to the people on the International Space Station. <laughs> uh, maybe. They had, a, they had a bunch of astronauts. They say it's the closest to space travel they've seen, you know, depicted, really. Right. You know, actually space walking and stuff. So it's George Clooney, um, Sandra Bullock. I don't know why people are complaining. She's a good actress. I think this is her Academy right here. Really? Yes. I think she will be nominated for an Academy Award for this picture right here. She's the whole movie. If she doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, she's uh, she's ninety. She's like ninety-five percent of the movie. Wow. Yeah, five percent of it's Clooney and some other guy floating around, and there's like a mission control, but most of it's her alone. Mm -hmm. So it's like a like a uh, like a Wilson type thing, but alone in space. Right. Trying to get back no, to Earth. No recourse. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, just amazing, dude. Floating that high above Earth is fucking trippy, dude. Yeah, just thinking about it now trips me out. Mm. Yeah. So did Bruce Willis fly up in a space shuttle and catch her? No. No. I got you. I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs> I can't do a good Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'm Bruce Willis. Hey, uh. Hey, uh. I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs> He's starting right. to sound like Butthead. What? <laughs> no, Butthead's all... <laughs> well, I said starting to sound. Uh, no, Bruce Willis. Hey, because uh, he always like talks out of his lips like this. I'm Bruce Willis. You know, come on. We got to die hard here. Come on. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. There we go. Here's my Bruce Willis. Not bad. Come on now. I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's got a lock on his impersonation. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, that's true. He does. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah, Gravity. Fucking amazing. You should go see it before it leaves theaters. You should go see it, too. Let's see if I can get out. Yes. You and your wife would love it. It's a really good movie. It's worth actually seeing in the theater. Right. 
and it's only 90 minutes. It's not like a two and a half hour movie. It's really quick. You know, it's an hour and a half because it's so intense, dude. If it was any longer, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's like, you come oh. out with PTSD. Yeah, dude. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, because you can feel what she's feeling, dude, because it's fucking, it's shot that well. Wow. To where you're just like, fuck, okay. It feels like you're floating above space. It's fucking trippy as shit. Yeah, it was so worth seeing fucking Super Baked. <laughs> <laughs> In 3D. Yeah, the oh, 3D yeah. is cool. It adds a it adds a decent amount, but you don't really need the 3D. But still, it adds enough to it. You know, to where you're just like, oh, okay. But yeah, gravity, dude. Go see it. So five out of five eye holes, five out of five ear holes, and five out of five um, gravity drops. Mm. I guess. Yeah, I, I was expecting space womb, but space wombs. Yeah, five out of five space wombs. Yeah, the, yeah. There's, she's floating through shit. It's fucking. There's shit floating around her, and it looks like it's actually in space and floating with her. And right. It's now, shot is amazing. That, is that CGI or is that actual effect on I think physical objects? I think it's CGI. I have no idea. I think it's CGI. I think it's half and half. Yeah, like the things she touches clearly have to be. Yes, but it's it's so well. She's like floating through cabins at po one point, you know. <clears throat> and yeah, just the movement. She uses a fire extinguisher at one point and she forgets the blowback because her zero-g, boom, smacks her head, you know? Just like real realistic, it shows fire and zero-g. It shows fucking cool shit. Oh, that's gotta shit. be trippy looking. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit going on, man. And it shows the earth, fucking a lot of cool shots of the earth. And I have, my one complaint is, I think they had to, like, there's like, um, I don't, well, I don't want to spoil it, I won't complain. I'll wait for a week or two for everyone to see it. But yeah. It's cool. I like. Uh, so I there is it. one flaw. No, it's not a flaw. It's more of like the film industry's fucking like forced to do stuff mm. that relates to China in one way. And I think it's weird that we have to put China in a movie. Well, they're becoming the the new bad guy. Right? But it's like, why do we need to put them in movie? No, it's not even a bad guy. We just had to feature them some way in a movie in order to have it distributed through them. Like just like with Iron Man three, you had to put ah. a Chinese thing in there, and I don't know what it is. It's weird. So the movie can be like ninety nine point eight percent American or yes. whatever British, whatever you want, but. As long as you put that tiny little bit of Chinese yes, in there, Yes, there's some okay. Chinese in there, yes. It's huh. weird. It threw me off. I'm like, are they doing this because of the film thing? Maybe. Or, I'm like, it was just weird. It was weird. Whatever. Cool. Whatever. I don't give a shit. But it was a great movie. Five out of five eye holes, dude. Fucking great cinematography. Go see it in the theaters. If you are a film buff, you would go see it. If you like good movies, you should go see it. Oh, hello. We'll land now here. There we go. Yeah, so... <laughs> nice. Up in space, man, with Sandra Bullock. She got a little work done on her face. It doesn't look like the same Sandra, but, you know, I still like her. She still yeah. looks a little, you know. She has a, a haircut. She has a pretty cute haircut in the movie. Uh, people are, she say she looks sort of like Peter Panish because the haircut's pretty short. Well, but come on, you've got to have short hair. I mean, have there been... Well, that was one of the flaws, too. It's like her hair doesn't move in zero-g. Her hair was just flat. Well... It wasn't, like, floaty, but it was, like, flat on her head. Sure. Well, she had helmet head. Come on, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my thing. They should have shown her other hair flat. hi -oh! There we go. Come on. It's five out of five. 
<laughs> five out of five. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gravity, fucking awesome, dude. Check it out. <sighs> Holy shit. All right, what else you got? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, go. All right, so there's old wives' tale or the old saying that you can tell when a storm's coming because an animal will react differently like your cat or your dog. But that's not uh-huh. the case. What Cats and dogs don't respond to barometric pressure changes like that. But bugs do. You know how you know? No. They fuck less. So what do you have to do? Go watch bugs fucking? Yeah. That's how you <laughs> tell if, if a rainstorm is coming. Go find well, <laughs> some moths and make sure they don't get it on. <laughs> what? No, seriously. What, what if, uh, I know, but what if? how would you know that? What? So some scientists down in Brazil at the University of Sao Paulo. Bugs not fucking. <laughs> bugs not fucking. And they're like, oh, this shit. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not sounding like they were making <laughs> Chinese. Get the, <laughs> get, the, get the umbrellas. Bugs not fucking. Get the umbrellas. <laughs> bugs not fucking. Well, you could just have a jar of moths like right there by your door. And moths not fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get the umbrella. <laughs> so they'd have bugs in jars and do that <laughs> well i'm sure their experiments were a little better thought out than that but <laughs> no just for home application go catch a bunch of moths of the same species and like the right now is a good point well i well in california right now everywhere else in the country i think it's already snowed and we're so spoiled here we're not spoiled we yeah, just choose been, to live in a it, great state <laughs> it's been 65 70 well, it gets During a little chilly here. It gets a little. It gets down to <laughs> I about put a fifty. Sweatshirt on. It gets down to about fifty, fifty-five here. For Californians, that's chilly. For everyone else, it's fucking nothing. You know, like I'll wake up in the morning, so it's like fifty, fifty-five. That's chilly. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere else, they'd walk around with a short sleeve shirt. But hey, it's warm. Right. But yeah, our our climate is so warm here. We're not used to fucking anything below fifty. Well, there's just not a big span of temperatures. Well, from fifty-five below, dude, we're wearing sweatshirts out here. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'd say even 60 people are wearing sweatshirts. But, you know, I'm from fucking Thailand, dude. I'm used to fucking um, warm weather. You're European. You should be fucking walking around in short sleeve. You're Irish. Well, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, so you did you see... You adapt to your environment, buddy. Did you watch it finally? What you watching? Oh, Sleepy Hollow? Yes. No, I'm still behind. What? Every time I've reached for a remote, I've turned on Fringe. <laughs> Turn, watch Sleepy Hollow. It's getting good. It's okay, only, I, I'm still recording them, so <clears throat> yeah, I'll it's only catch thir- up. It's only 13 episodes. So this last one was fucking awesome. It, it had to deal with um, Solomon's Lost Key. And, King Solomon? Yes, King Solomon's Lost Key in his book, in his uh, black book. King Solomon's black book. It's all the phone numbers of his 80 wives. <laughs> <laughs> That he had to cut the babies in half of. <laughs> right. He had like 80 or 200 wives and concubines or something. Oh, really? Yeah. What's, the, what's the story of Solomon? He was one of the kings of Israel. He uh-huh. was the son of David. It's been a long time since I've read the Bible. Um, he was supposed to be a wise king. Yes, he found out who was in charge or who was the mother of the, the child by offering to cut the child in half so each m- person claiming to be the mother of the child could have half a kid instead of zero. And the one that freaked out was clearly the mother. The other one was like, no, I don't care. So oh, really? That's one of the anecdotes about Solomon that is supposed to establish his wisdom. 
Um, but yeah, apparently he was also a giant philanderer because he had an enormous uh, harem, basically, of women. <clears throat> oh, wow. So in this episode, it's about one of his books, how he's going to bring back 47 uh, demons from the... Um, uh, from the shores of uh, the seventh layer of or seventh circle of hell, right? So, <laughs> and now we're gonna now we're seeing Hessians. So, what are Hessians? Hessians are um, it's a, I think it's like a tribe in northern Europe. They were part of the Visigoths and the the people who took down Rome. I think yeah, the Hessians. Yeah, I, I think they were involved in that crew, but I'm not positive. Um, yeah, they're doing that in like the. But I know uh, it's a European tribe. Yeah, they're going all the way back to Crusaders. They're going back, you know. Yeah, and that would be to the, the, contemporary the, with the, to the Templars. They're going all the way back to that. <coughs> Whoa, sorry. Yeah, they're going all the way back to that stuff. Seven hundred wives and three hundred concubines, by the way, for Solomon. Jesus, <laughs> that's according to the Bible, Dude, folks. That's a lot of nagging in your ear. <laughs> I don't think it worked like that. Oh, he just cut him in half. Right. That, that's that's, true. that's probably his answer to a lot of things. So he probably didn't... Okay, so he'd just probably like have them all live somewhere, grab one. Hey, I want to date with you tonight. Let's go. Yeah. I want Rebecca number four. <laughs> <laughs> and this, yeah, and they were all cared for and stuff, right? Oh, I'm all. sure. But okay. anyway. Yeah. Wow, that's trippy. So Solomon's actually an evil son of a bitch who wants to bring back a bunch of demons. So no, no, just his book. He had a oh, book about how to do it. And the and the Hessians were looking for it. And so now they went up to the cabin and now um uh the sheriff has been training the psycho sister who escaped last last um last episode. She he's been training her on the side for fucking years. So basically Wait, Orlando Bloom? No, 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 no. The uh the guy got his head cut off in the first episode. Ah, um, uh, Clancy Brown. Her. Clancy Brown. Right. Here, we need to look up these characters here. <laughs> okay, so Who needs to look And up? also, uh, it's gotten picked up for a second season, guys. Already? Yeah. That's great. Woo! It's only 16 episodes for both seasons, but whatever. That's still great. It's got picked up already. So it's eight episodes in the first season? No, no, no. It's 16 every season. Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was 24, but I think it's 16. No, I thought it was like 22 this season, but it's 16. Whatever. Better some than none. So, um, God damn, where's Clancy Brown? Okay, there he is. Yeah, Clancy Brown, Sheriff August. So they go up to Sheriff August's cabin, and the uh, Hessians, now they're uh, the bad coven or whoever the fuck they are, the Hessian mm. guys are coming after him now. So they're coming after him. They shoot him up at the bad cabin. Now the sisters meet together. Now the sisters are hanging out. Now they find out that there is a sextant, and inside the sextant was a map that they could project onto the fucking wall. And so the bad guys come and steal the sextant, right? And then they, um, and so uh, Ichabod has eidetic memory, so he just redraws what he saw on the wall. Right. So, <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> and he, uh, and also, this is also a great uh, one. He, um, he called it the destroying of the tea. He used it as a, um, as a diversion, him and uh, what's his face? For the Boston Tea Party. Right. Uh, the organizers were... I can't recall. <clears throat> Come on. I know. Well, he was buddies okay. with those guys, uh -huh. right? And so he had them use it as a distraction so he could try to find the Hessians at that time. Uh, and the, the Hessian blew himself up. 
So, um, John Adams, our second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he, he said, said the destruction of tea in Boston. Yeah, the destruction That's of tea. That's what he called it, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. As. Was, was that what he called it? Yeah, John Adams. That was, that's what he called the Boston Tea Party. So. Okay, so he was he was historically correct when he called it that. When mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, you called it the we called it the destruction of the tea," and he's like, "Oh, we called the Boston." He's like, "Oh, it's like the Boston." He's like the Boston Tea Party. He's like, "Oh, you have a nice cute word for it." Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he, he made a much. He's like he said some weird thing about it. Right, you made it sound a lot less violent or yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, so him and John Adams were buddies at one point. And they were both working against England for uh, for um, George Washington, mm-hmm. and so he used the uh, he used the Tea Party as a distraction to go find the Hessian who blah 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 blew himself up and got shit mixed up. But yeah, that was a good episode. Samuel Adams of Boston Lager fame. Yeah, Samuel Adams. He was the. Uh, yeah. That's who he was friends with, Samuel Adams. Okay, so three out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four out of five chaos symbols. It's like Sleepy Hollow's giving you a history lesson while cloaking it in a whole bunch of yeah. um, mumbo jumbo <laughs> and mysticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're just pulling. You'll learn about this shit if we have to cram it through your eye holes while you're well, watching. Well, people, people compare, compare it to like you know, like uh, National Treasure with oh, Nicholas Cage. Really. Well, you know, because yeah. they throw like weird history but, and weird shit together. You know what Nicolas I mean? But Nicolas Cage's crap wasn't exactly... It was like a updated or attempt to it update was a, Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was a retarded Indiana Jones. Yeah. I, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. There, there's no comparison. Sleepy Hollow makes historical references. That's about as much of a comparison as you can make. <clears throat> but Sleepy Hollow is also making fun of itself. It knows it's goofy. It knows it's stupid at points. It just go fucking just mulls over whole plot points on how people get to do do shit. <laughs> right. It's like whatever. It's a stupid, goofy show. If you take it as a serious show, you're going to be disappointed. So yeah. So I rate it. Uh, I already rated it. All right. So what else you got? I got uh, thirty thousand year old artifacts in Brazil, which start to prove that humans arrived in the Americas way more. Way motherfucking yeah way <laughs> yeah the the, the people 30,000 years ago probably the people used... are fucking <laughs> yeah. so um but there's artifacts in brazil the human artifacts uh-huh. that are 18,000 years older than previous recorded artifacts so it kind of starts to show joe rogan tweeted it out and I read about it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm shit. pretty sure, yeah, yeah." He, people tweet him all sorts of cool shit. Yeah, he's into the exact same shit we are, but he is more popular, so it makes more sense. Well, for he's, people. he's been on national TV a few times, and <laughs> he's done some movies. But right? I'm glad there's people out there like him mm-hmm. that smoke weed that have the exact same thoughts that most people do, and he has a lot of people that think the same way he does. Right. Well, yeah, it's cool. He's got a platform, that's for sure. Yes, and that's great. And he's mm-hmm. using it for the right thing. He's not abusing his power, which but is fucking awesome. People are have been in the United States and down south in Brazil and yeah. other areas a lot longer than pe- than originally thought. Dude, that's fucking weird. Yeah, they're, I think they're going to find more and more shit out like that. I think we're going to find, yeah, we're going to find a CD player in a boombox pretty soon. We're going to find backwards time shit. <laughs> we're going to find shit we buried before and didn't know it. Right, because we're right. gonna be like at one point we're gonna be so into our own thoughts, like in twenty years, thirty years from now, we're gonna forget what happened five seconds ago. We're gonna be like fucking goldfish with information. 
So like something from 1980 will seem like it's 30,000 years ago. Hmm. Right? Because information will be using, moving so fast at that time. Could be. Right? I think so. Why? <laughs> that's what it's doing right now. Yeah. Like stuff in 1980, which is not that long ago. I was like, dude, that's ancient, bro. Yeah. That's it, dude. That's it's over. It's unusable. Well, yeah. Like think about how um, millenniums or millennials, what are they called? The kids. Millennials. Millennials. Think of how millennials think of 1960. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Look up any millennial skits. It's fucking awesome. All of them making fun of them. They're just on their phones. They have no concept of any work ethic. They're just, <laughs> it's just so awesome, dude. It's great. Right. Oh, uh, because they just, they just milk the system because they just work it what it's for. They don't, uh, it's so awesome. Yeah. The generalization of millennials is fucking amazing. I love it. All right, so Sleepy Hollow is great. (laughs) (laughs) After bashing an entire generation. What? Nothing. Oh, I'm generalizing a generation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the general generation. That's what you guys are called now. Generalation. I'm recalling you guys now. Generalation, not millennials. You are generalations. Right? Does that make sense? Sure. You're renaming them. (laughs) up to you generalations you heard it here first uh i don't know if it makes sense or not but yeah well millennials doesn't exactly make sense either it's kind of a made-up word generalations yeah (laughs) i mean if you look up millennials i believe it says the generation born between x years and x years oh yeah that's true okay real quick before we go well you can download all the stuff at your house later right it wouldn't take that long you have to be home in an hour something like that yeah how long will be on Hour and 20. Okay, we'll go on for another 30 minutes. Okay. Right? Something like that, yeah. What is it? Yeah, that's fine. We'll be all right. We'll be good, dude. Hold on. Or, or 20 minutes, whatever. Okay, I want to smoke one more bowl. Of another one of Star Dog. We're going back around. Already? Oh. That means at least five bowls. What? Well, we have four kinds of herb. Uh-huh. So, if we're back on... Stardog, then that means we've smoked four bowls. That's fine. Okay, yeah, we have, um, I have a bunch of shit to still rate, man. Okay, eastbound and down. Oh, nice. Fucking awesome. Kenny Powers. Uh, <laughs> dude, Kenny fucking Powers. That's how he's always is now. And so he gets on the talk show now. He gets on, um, like sports talk with this fucking buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the fucking six X jaw guys. You fucking talking shit. Like cable access shitty yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. And then there's just like this big brother who keeps going and putting shit in his face and he panics and shit the first time. <laughs> and then, you know, he fucking shows everybody up. He just, you know, he, he Kenny powers them all. Yeah. So basically now he's going to be a talk show host. Or one of the people on a sports talk show. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It was so great. He was talking. He was calling the guy because it was a huge fucking, like, uh, it was a huge black like, basketball player. No, football player. He was calling him a bald milk dud. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, he's like a goddamn milk dud. <laughs> oh, man. He was just fucking ripping into this dude. <laughs> Yeah, Kenny fucking Powers is great. Danny McBride is hilarious. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> oh, man. 
So yeah, he's just ripping into the guy. It was hilarious. Whoops. Did did he then get punched out by said bald milk dud? Uh, no. Milk dud guy stood up and he got in Kenny's face. Kenny just pushed him and he fell down. People laughed at him. You know, and then people were yelling out for Kenny. So Wow. Yeah. And he was like, because all he was doing, he was turning it into like uh, the, the brother was standing up and dancing and shit after, after every time he said something. He's like, yeah, you know, I just did it. You know, he's standing up. Like, yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> fucking juking and jabbing and shit. And it's his like friend. Celebrating a touchdown. Yeah, he's celebrating like every comment. You know, just overplaying. It was just hilarious, dude. He's just like, yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up? And, like, and the, uh, the host was just sick of it. And that's why he put Kenny on to fucking overdo him. He's like, come on, Kenny. He's like, put him in his fucking place, man. Mm-hmm. And the first time, yeah, he panics, you know? Right. <laughs> He's <just> like, <laughs> but yeah, it was fucking great. And uh, you've seen the first two seasons, right? Uh, I want well, you know, say you I've know, only he, seen the first. Okay, you know his buddy that's his kiss ass, the teacher who quit his job to kiss his ass. Yeah. He's back again as his coach. He's basically... <laughs> dude, they show his... He has five Mexican kids that he has with his wife. They show his kids, they speak English, and they still put subtitles under the kids. (laughs) (laughs) They speak with no accent? They have a slight accent, but they just put subtitles under It's so hilarious. (laughs) Just subtle shit like that makes that show fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) Just because they're Mexican, they should have subtitles underneath them. Oh man, that is hilarious writing right there. That is clever. Oh man, it's wrong in so many ways. That's what makes it funny. Oh. Yeah, Kenny fucking Powers, dude. Check it out. A lot of people don't like the show. I love it. I love fucking comedy. It's not afraid to fucking go there. Yeah, it's off color comedy. Just be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You know what you're fucking getting into with this shit. So yeah, so Kenny fucking Powers. I give three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five lime green vipers. Yeah. Like the car? What? Yeah. <laughs> did you play the Battlefield 4 demo at all yet? I have a bit, yeah. What did you think? Um, so I liked how fluid you are over obstacles now. You can... Yeah, you can actually move. Yeah, mantle over things <laughs> and take cover really well. Um the destructibility i saw the because you only get one map either game mode you play right yes Um, so i saw the the big skyscraper go down and i thought that was pretty cool um did you go into your own map and take it down yourself no go to servers and just go into any open server we should do that go well both of us will just go in there and fuck around yeah you can go up the fucking elevator jump off the building and parachute down Mm -hmm. and you take out the four pillars around it right it goes yeah Yeah, that's what i did yeah, was, there was a tank battle right at its base, and they blew it up yeah. accidentally. <laughs> I don't think they meant to bring it down. <clears throat> I'm sure they did. Well, but the team I was on then went and took the flag at the top of the building that became the bottom of the building. Yeah, it comes down. It comes to the sea way at the other end. Right. I forgot that the bullets drop at a distance. Oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to aim higher than the guy to actually hit the guy because that's re- realistic that way. I was like, God damn it. So yeah, I was sniping fools. Uh, the sniper yep. we- is weird. Did you use that at all? I did play as the sniper. Did you I use played that- as all the classes. Did you use that night vision thing? Um, How does that work? Where you click onto the night vision, it goes into that night vision mode. It's almost like the missile attack thing. Um, but so you can, you the, can, not yeah. the 
No, it was the um, support guy, wasn't it? He had the the heat vision sniper rifle. Uh, no, no, no. The guy with the the big machine gun. No, the sniper rifle guy. When he, you know, remember how every sniper rifle guy in Battlefield One, Two, and Three had where you could lock on and just do a missile strike onto fucking the flag. Oh, right. Now it's like something else. It's all green. You can see every I enemy. That yet, then. Well, no, it's like a standard thing. Just go around your little. Let's go around your little thingamajigger. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. Me. Yeah, float around that thing, dude. It'll pop up. Yeah, so you can do that. It'll be fucking great, man. So what do you rate it? What do you rate the demo so far? Well, it's got a lot of promise. Again, people don't talk very much. I try. Try calling out, I need help at B, and no one's moving. Um, they're all off doing their own thing. Um, but... It's still Battlefield, and it's fun, and I like the destructibility. I mean, you know, someone's hiding behind a pillar. You can lob a grenade, and it'll take out a chunk of the pillar. Yes. Well, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a destructibility. I don't know. I'm just expect. It looks like shit. But it's a beta. It is a beta, but that's what's going to... It's on a 360. Well, that's what's going to look like on 360. No, it's not. I think so. I don't think so at all. There's the half the textures aren't even there. It appears. Yeah, that's what's gonna look. <laughs> the 360's dead, guys. We're moving on. We're less than two months away <clears throat> from the launch of these next gen consoles, and we'll see what happens with everything. I don't know. Are you excited about the new consoles coming? Yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think it will be cool. Uh, I'm not expecting the 20 minute update the second you turn the fucking thing on, but whatever. Is that what's going to happen? Well, because everyone didn't like the uh, fucking the way it was before, so you have to update it right away. <laughs> Wait, Microsoft isn't preloading that? You can't because they already have it the way it was. I think they should give you the option, go, hey, from day one, do you want to leave it the way we wanted it? Or do you want to leave so we can have the family sharing? Or do you want to um, upload this update and turn that family whole thing off? Mm. I think they should give you the option. Hmm. I think that that would be awesome. Right? Come on. What would you take? And and uh, Call of Duty and games are going to be 50 gigabytes. Whoa. <laughs> so if you want the digital copy of these games... You need space on your hard drive. Uh, 500 gigabytes. Well, you know, I'm not going to have more than, you know, six games on my hard drive. Right, as long as I get a... Uh, I think by then they'll give you uh, updates or ways to download it onto your computer like you could before or, you know, you can use it with your fucking hard drive at your house or, you know, you know, they're going to integrate it some weird shit like that. Yeah. Hmm. I would think so. Well, I don't know. I'd have to look at all the options and what the true details were, not just like talking points in a presentation, you know? Well, it's insane. It's 50 minutes, which is whatever. 50 fucking... No. 50 gigabytes, 20-minute download. Uh, <laughs> so when people get this, that's that's what they're saying, 20-minute download. That's probably at their fucking at their house with their highest fucking internet connection that they have. Oh, it only took us 20 minutes. That's not with fucking 5 million people that pick this thing up at midnight. <laughs> All at once. The <laughs> internet just goes down. <laughs> fucking the, the whole fucking Northern California. What? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, it's going to fucking drain the power for everything. I doubt it. All right, smoke that. All right, what are we at now for time? 
<clears throat> what are we at for that, though? 130. All right. All right, we'll go. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, we're out of here now. Woo! Short one today, folks. My fault. No, whatever. It's only 30 minutes. Just rewind it and listen to it again. There you go. That's, That's an excellent idea. Yeah. So just rewind it, listen to it again, and yeah, that'll be fine. Give us a comment on iTunes or on SoundCloud or yes. Stitcher. Drop yes. by Facebook. We're on Twitter at skip underscore radio radio or ADO radio. That's R A I D O. Just type in ADO, you'll get there. <clears throat> Whatever. And, All right, uh, guys. Oh, we're also part of Bobo Broadcast. Yeah, Bobo Broadcasting. We're on Fubar Radio at 6 a.m. And whatever. Listen to us. Later, guys. Take it easy. Later. <laughs>